Hello everyone, thank you so much for tuning in and being here right now. It is a very special episode because I have my dear friend Noah with me. Ayo, how's it going (laughs) y'all? This is Noah Listella on social media, or what's your social handles? Uh, Noah Listella for most of them, yeah. Lives in the blue bus, and that's where we are right now. And we're just doing our thing, so don't mind the sound effects. But, so Noah and I started connecting on the internet i don't know like a year or something ago we wanted to meet up at forbidden kingdom not this past year but the year before and it didn't happen and then we ended up being in california at the same time both of us being across the country and we were kind of like the only other people we had there (laughs) yeah so he just picked me up from the airport and we've been you know besties ever since we were like online besties but (laughs) yeah so Noah, you can tell about, you know, those interesting things. Hey, y'all. So, my name's Noah. Uh, Emma already gave me a little introduction on how we met, but, yeah, so... Should I just go in depth on, like, my whole life story? Or, like... <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you live in a bus. Yeah. And then a lot of people know you from TikTok. Yeah, so, I guess... Yeah, I started TikTok around COVID time. Uh, Were you popular on Instagram before TikTok? No, actually. Oh, what? not. That's so crazy. No. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. No, I was, I plateaued at like 3,000 followers for like five years straight. And yeah. I was just like, well, yeah. I guess this Instagram is it. Yeah. It was like right when they changed the algorithm, I kind of just like gave up. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, whatever. Like, we're not going to grow anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, I started TikTok in hopes of growing my own platform. And it actually worked really quickly. Um, I started posting like my travel shit. But it didn't do as well as EDM content, and I posted one video from one of my one of the old. It was actually Deadbeats. That's funny because <laughs> that's the video that popped me off. We were just really? talking about that. We yeah, have to go. yeah, we, yeah, have, to we have to go. That's the side. <laughs> um, but yeah, I took this video of my homie Jared, who I was telling you about at Deadbeats, and I posted it. And got like twenty thousand likes, and I was like, hmm, like maybe I should like maybe I should start posting more EDM content. I mean, I've been doing it for the past like four years going to festivals religiously so I have tons of content so kind of just went down that route I guess and just started posting on TikToks and then there's one kid what's his name I think it's Ari Ari Jel Ari L Jenkins Jelkins something like that <laughs> on TikTok and he did the He did the song reviews, and I was like, wait, I should do that, but for EDM, because no one's doing this for EDM yet. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking do it. And it popped off pretty quickly. Song reviews? Yeah. Well, kind of like the top tens that I do, or like the the lists, you know, like ranking the songs and shit like that. So that was like the series that like made you pop off? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, that's where it kind of started, and then I kind of like went down different paths with that, like different artists, different genres, different everything and above (laughs) um but yeah so that's kind of where i am with the whole tiktok journey i would say yeah it's been about three years still going i've made so many connects through it like emma and my one of my homies sayla now like it's it's just crazy who you can meet on the internet and connect with it really like like i really have met my soul fam this year solely because of tiktok which is yeah. insane like, like people want to hate on tiktok yeah no literally <laughs> <laughs> i mean there's the good side and the bad side but like yeah. you know you gotta you gotta pick i feel like <laughs> so did you want to be a like social media person before you blew up K- 
Kind of. So, I've never gone to college, so... I don't know, like, the whole school and 95 thing never really was my, like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's not my thing at all. Shit depresses the fuck out of me, honestly. <laughs> but, yeah, so I kind of just have always wanted to be, as cliche as it sounds, you know, like, social media famous, but mm-hmm. not for the fame itself, just to have a, an audience that I can spread my message to. Yeah. Not necessarily. I don't. Really, I don't give a fuck about yeah. the cloud. Like how I said, like I wouldn't really want to be a DJ. Like I don't really care about the yeah. cloud. Like I just want my message to get across. Mm, you know. I feel that definitely. Yeah. So that's like the main reason I'm trying to grow on <laughs> platforms. But yeah, it's always been a. It's always been a dream. I feel like most people dream about like being social media famous and all that. But there's a lot that comes with it. That like I'm also yeah. like, am I even ready for that? Like, yeah, do I want yeah. that? Do I want those struggles of just like, yeah. you're canceled, exactly. you're not, yeah. like, you know? <laughs> I got, like, a rude comment on my TikTok a couple weeks ago, and, like, it, like, ruined half my day. And then, yeah. like, it just reminded me kind of when I first started, like, getting traction on my TikTok account, and, like, I would get these, like, comments, and they would just, like, really upset me, you know? Yeah. And I think that that kind of subconsciously, um, like, caused me to um, shy away from, you know, like producing real stuff like I put out mm-hmm. like my shit posting and everything but I feel like I like purposely don't try because like yeah. it is kind of fucking scary you know yeah no it's definitely a very scary world especially with all the like especially TikTok specifically yeah, the like nobody gives a fuck they're like there is no filter like there is a filter now like obviously because they have to like filter out the comments but like when you when you're getting roasted on TikTok there's like no like mercy there's literally no mercy i've never gotten well i have gotten <laughs> but also like i'm such a fucking psycho that like i would go come for them like i would do oh, their yeah, personal no. account yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> fbi investigate them find their whole family no. <laughs> no yeah so but in the end of the day it's not even really like that big of a deal because like yeah those people don't even know you like yeah. who even cares and, like, also like, i troll so like yeah if it's no a good troll, yeah I it's appreciate it's it, it's know? all it's all in balance you know yeah you know you gotta you gotta somewhat be the internet troll yeah. <laughs> um and then you were talking about like your message i definitely resonate with that you know i i kind of always wanted the um platform to be able to share the things that i wanted to say and one of the things that we like originally connected about and connect with really deeply still is like spirituality you know Mm -hmm. and like finding your own power finding your own light going against kind of the system um so when did that kind of journey begin for you Ooh, um i guess like the beginning of like my whole spiritual awakening and like when everything kind of started to like click for me i guess i've always kind of just been like this easygoing person and like not really give a fuck i haven't really like played too much to the system my whole life but I don't think I was exposed yet. So, like, back then it didn't really affect me. Yeah. I don't know. But then I guess it was Okeechobee that kind of, like, started my whole, like, oh, my God. Like, what year? Uh, 2018. Okeechobee 2018. Day two. Uh, like, I say it every single day. I changed that day. Went through the portal. Completely different person came out. Like, <laughs> whole new person. And I didn't even realize it till a few months later that I was like, wow, this, like, this festival changed me my experience has changed me so much and I don't know it started it started to make sense and I I just kind of kept going down the road I started learning more and kept getting exposed to more and at some point it got a little intense 
but yeah, I sure. feel like for everyone it kind of gets like intense yeah. at some point yeah. you know you just have to learn to like balance it out and like yeah. also realize that like it's not that deep but it is but you know like mm, yeah take a step back take times. a step yeah. back yeah that's definitely sure. something that like came to me kind of recently like you can know all this stuff but like it doesn't matter it matters yeah. what you do you know like exactly what you put into practice and I was like okay I know all these things but like <laughs> like my <laughs> external reality is not reflecting that so I was yeah. like clearly <laughs> <laughs> clearly it's only going around <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Dude, yeah, no, for sure. You gotta, you just gotta go with the flow, man. <laughs> you can never, you can never really fight it. And the more you overthink, the more you go down the wormhole. And it's just like, yeah, you just, you gotta learn to take the step back. So yeah. it was nice to be able to take that step back. And I think COVID really kind of put everyone in their place. Yeah. Not even just me, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think on, like, I honestly, like, so I did about two to three years, probably a, like a solid three years straight of just like going to festivals and shows back to back to back to back to back to back until I saw every person that I needed to see. And I still haven't done that yet. There's still tons of artists that I'm trying to see, you know, so, but I like dedicated a full year of just seeing every artist mm-hmm. and every show that I could, but then it prolonged itself and it just got yeah. more and more and I left the country and it kind of gave me that break for a little bit that I like mm-hmm. really needed because my mental health was honestly like plummeting like <laughs> for sure because after two to three years of just like yeah, going ham at festivals yeah, yeah. you have no money your serotonin mm-hmm. levels are low as fuck if you mm-hmm. if you like the party you know mm-hmm. so and it's just a lot on the body so yeah and on the spirit like and on the spirit for like, sure every time you go to a festival that's fucking warfare that you're in for you know sure at first it doesn't really seem like it like you're it's just like oh like you know like rainbows and sunshines but then like when you really get into it and you yeah. really see like the behind the scenes of what's going on of yeah. what's really going on like you're it, literally yeah. transforming every time you like literally. come and go into a festival literally i always say like festivals are literally like like you literally go through a portal like you literally literally go through a portal like it's a world of just like it's almost like well not every festival but the the right ones it's like a little slice of like what world peace would be like yeah exactly how it should be you know like everyone's trading everyone's loving everyone's good vibes everyone's doing whatever yes exactly Mm -hmm. so yeah so yeah, it's it is a very amazing world, but you can get dragged down if you go too ham with it. So it was nice to be able to leave the country for a bit, but then when I came back, I kind of just fell back into those habits real quick. And but then real quickly, also after that, COVID came. So it kind of just completely shut off yeah. my habits, which honestly, thank God for that cuz mm-hmm. like I don't think I could have done that. I don't yeah. think I would have been able to like give it myself think a lot of people are in that boat. Yeah, yeah like I would have just kept going and just frying my brain high key and just like, so it was kind of nice to have COVID to just like relax, take a break from it all, save up money. Like I literally went MIA for a bit because I was just like actually Mm -hmm. tweaking hardcore for a bit. I think everyone was tweaking hardcore. And I like didn't even realize how much it fucked me up until like long after because like I was just rabbit whole time 24-7. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Uh, Yeah. And so I was just like tough guy kind of the whole time. But then I was like, I really like, yeah, you know, nah, I fucking bro yeah fucking wormhole of a fucking mess but you know that's life it's all right yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah so that like really helped and then 
I don't know. I guess, like, here we are now in this current time in 2022, and hmm, kind of forgot where I was going with, like, the beginning of the story. Catch me up. Catch me up. Like, the balance, you know, of, like, going to festivals all the time, and then COVID hit, you know, and then you stopped going to festivals, and then all your habits stopped. Oh, yeah. All my habits stopped, and I, like, all my habits stopped, and I, like, literally... (laughs) It was nice to have that. So when everything started coming back, it kind of started building up again. And I was like, ah, like, I don't know what to do. Like, like it was try like basically this year, my goal is to find the balance. Like that was my main key was to find the balance this year. Not just like with that part of my Mm -hmm. life, but like everything, you know? Yeah. So it's funny that you say that because literally today while driving, I was just thinking about like, you know, I'm going to miss out on these events. Like, that I'm forfeiting because I'm, like, mm-hmm. getting my priorities straight, and I was, like, mm-hmm. sucks that I have to, you know, miss out on these things, I'm, like, no, but this is the time, you know, but then I'm, like, it's the, ba- like, it's not, okay, two years go super hard, and then two mm-hmm. years don't go out, you know, I was, like, yeah. it's finding the balance, and it's, like, funny, because it's every single, like, aspect of my life, it's neither this nor that, it's, like, finding the balance in the middle, Yeah. and it's not, like, the problem of, you know, substances or festivals mm-hmm. or, like, my own work you know it's the problem of like for some reason there's like an imbalance you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah no it's it's very hard (laughs) for sure the balance is like the biggest thing that's been a challenge for me and it's like at first it was the clarity now I kind of have the clarity and now it's like showing me what I need to do to balance and like even to this day it's still hard to like get on that like track you know but Mm -hmm. You just gotta do it, man, you know? <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll get there eventually, you know? You're, yeah. Yeah, your soul will lead you there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so when, you know, we were talking about festivals being portals, that's something that, you know, we definitely connect with on as people and also, like, our mission. Yeah. Wanting to, like... I definitely want to be able to have a hand in the festival scene, you Mm -hmm. know, throwing the events because they are healing portals, you know, and music is like the most direct way to heal, you know, Mm -hmm. frequency. And I'm like, should we get into the tea? No, that's going to be a different episode. Yo, (laughs) we could get into the tea. We could get into the tea. (laughs) (laughs) So, although I love, like, you know, making art in all forms and I definitely you know like see myself um like performing at a festival Mm -hmm. I really have my heart in like wanting to like help hold the festivals because Mm -hmm. the people who a lot some of them some of them who are in power with the festivals they don't treat it with respect Mm -hmm. that's what I'll say yeah no a lot of a lot of people are doing it good, and then a lot of people mm-hmm. aren't doing it good, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and you can really tell when they're doing it right, and mm-hmm. I mean, I can't really say anything, because I haven't really, there's so much that goes behind a festival, you know? Like, making it work, and like, getting everything running, and like that, but I don't know. Sometimes, the like, core principles behind certain festivals, mm-hmm. you think it's just a music festival, but like, there's more that's like, it's going so, on to, oh my like, yeah. <laughs> There's so much more going on to it than just, like, oh, everyone come up and show and party and, like, yeah. let's have music and stuff. Like, 
it's like nah like do your research you know like who these people are that are like putting it on and like mm-hmm. you know i mean most of it's going to be insomniac and most of it's going to be great you know but yeah, even though I, yeah. have, I got my personal beef with insomniac no honestly same though no honestly same. Like, i think i think everyone has their beef yeah. with insomniac that, for that's sure that's the main culprit i'll say it okay honestly <laughs> facts yeah we're talking about you insomniac yeah no that's true they are like literally like just the system but like trying to hack into our little because yeah. festivals are the original way of the people trading yeah. you know gathering being a community having our tribes like even the totem yeah you know camping out having the yeah. music everything is like the way of the land you know the people yeah They're like let me just hijack this because we can't have you gathering in the name of peace and love bro peace stop. love unity respect is, let is, me get in is there insomniac now. the apple of festivals literally feel, yes they literally yes, are. They are stop that correlation oh my god <laughs> and like insomniac staying up all night and the eye like it's giving bro. illuminati Ooh. but like Ooh. not the good kind yeah because like insomniac honey <laughs> you don't care babe it's, it's just about money it is it really is sad about insomniac when it does come to money like why are you making me pay and not that i even drink but you know if i were to it's like why are you making someone pay 18 dollars to just all drink something why? Shit, yeah. it's like like everything added on top of it it's like i get it for the production and like everything but when you're there it's just so apparent so, yeah. yeah yeah it's just so just like i can't even pull up the specific instances but i just like have been like unacceptable unacceptable disrespectful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then like you get the other half of it like we're going to evolutions in new york I was just gonna say that yeah, yeah. i was like... gonna say you got the real things where it's like like elements or evolutions or lucidity mm-hmm. oh my gosh like what, what would that be i guess like like uh, private private festivals is that what it would be called if they're not like, i guess insomniac? just not insomniac yeah i guess like what yeah if you think about it insomniac does own majority of that festival that festival that then like these people like literally like they are birthing it oh my goodness and being able to work with them and like yeah. just talk to them and like hear their passion mm-hmm. you know and hear the things that they're saying about it it's like this is how it should be yeah you know and that doesn't mean it's going to be perfect you know yeah but the heart is there like the we, there. we need the basic respect of the music Exactly. the festival you know exactly joining the people exactly i feel like once the money comes into play it just mm. money fucks up everything yeah money literally fucks yeah, up everything and you can tell that these smaller festivals aren't really in it for the money itself they're in it for, because, obviously yeah. yeah they don't they don't <laughs> yeah, give a fuck sure. they'll put all their money into the fucking like light up and just like have the vibes and that's all you even literally. need sometimes you know yeah but yeah no i really respect um the festivals that do things like evolutions and elements where they have the workshops where not only is it just there for the music but you're there to expand your mind you're there to open to open yourself up to heal yourself and i feel like more festivals should have that you know Mm -hmm. i feel like most festivals do it's almost like like honestly i can say like with even though I'm hesitant, with conviction that you have no business having a festival if you don't have that area of it. Because a festival is a festival. And, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, learning the original Mm -hmm. ways of it all, like, it's not just... Just, like, the basic, like, needs of a human, you know, they Mm -hmm. need to be comfortable. Yeah. They need water. (laughs) Yeah. 
That's yeah. not a question. Like you need the basic human. Yeah. You know. But needs. I digress. <laughs> Insomniac. <laughs> they know because I I DM them. <laughs> I call them. That's the tea. <laughs> <laughs> insomniac troll of the air oh my god <laughs> yeah no but he he's actually gonna be able to come on the ship with us yeah that's the crazy part he's party until the grave he's rave until the grave <laughs> rave to the grave <laughs> so yeah in my opinion no, i'm not gonna say f insomniac even though i just did <laughs> but digressing so festivals, yeah, like they are, they are like, oh yeah, and then you were talking about how like when you first started going, you're like, this is how life should be, and that's like, yeah, like what I, like literally know. every, every time, it's usually, it's more of the camping festivals, I'll be honest, I've never really mm-hmm. had much of a profound experience at a festival that's just like, Gee. in the city, you know, I mean, I was at EDC and I had the whole Hijinx like, goes too hard, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> I haven't been there yet, I want to go, but. But yeah, I was at EDC and I had, you know, the whole, like, I had the whole moment, the whole vibe there. But I feel like you really, I don't know, w- when you're in a city, you're just more, I don't know, at least for me, it might not be applicable to everyone else. But I feel like you just have less space to, like, open up. You know, you're more, like, crowded. It's so much more dense. There's so much more oh, people. Shitty? Forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> hills on hills Forget on about sunsets on Stargazing sunrises camper. in the California. Oh, my God. Lord <laughs> Jesus. You need that room. You need that room to go, mm-hmm. like, spread Something around. I mean, look at Woodstock. Like, that's, mm. that, like, I mean, even though that shit was nuts, but, like, Fuck it. <laughs> outside, yeah, literally, <laughs> they were it. free doing what they wanted, like. Also, tea is festival post-COVID world. Yeah. That shit is, so, stop. Don't even get me started. Tea. That's, I'm, okay. I'm not, like, like, literally, though. <laughs> The f- you know, it's funny because, like, technically COVID's still around. Not that I really, like, even... It's not even, like, in my mind, but, like, the mm-hmm. fact that, like, for two years, people were so, like, you need to wear your mask, you need to do this, you need to do this. But, like, now we're just, like, completely back to it. And every single week, everyone's getting sick. At, like, who even... Like, who cares? Like, it's, like... If you want to talk to you about COVID, I mean, shit. Like, like... They, they hate us to talk to you about COVID, but we know the tea, and they know the tea, too. <laughs> They yeah, they but like, but, but yeah, but also, it's funny how I feel like telepathic communication went up. Yeah, at festivals, sure. like no one's talking and everyone's weird, but like, no. I well, know, telepa- like yeah, it was well, funny. see, when it when it does come to like post festival vibes, I feel like there is was a or post COVID vibes, there was a huge shift in the actual festival scene itself, like there is like this unspoken kind of like everyone's just like how how would i put it to words do you know what i'm talking about how it's like yeah well i think also people were walking on eggshells because like it's not quote unquote over yeah and you know so the so the legend has it there will be another um you know fucking shits bigger than the covid yeah so you heard it here first folks (laughs) but i digress but you know one good thing about the bus is that we get to go to festivals that's how we got to go to lucidity in california and fun fact about the bus it's actually one of my favorite places on earth (laughs) (laughs) bro i swear the bus is a portal itself like straight up it's it's great but yeah I'll, i'll talk a little about my bus so 
Let's see. It's actually what's today? September September eighteenth. It's in four days it'll have been exactly a year since I've been living in this little home on wheels. It's been pretty exciting, a lot of ups and downs and it's really fucking fun to take to festivals, I'll tell you that, for sure. Uh, first one I got to experience was at Lucidity, and it's just, it's nice. It's nice to have everything you need with you when you're at a fest, so. But yeah, the bus, it's been a great journey. Started on the East Coast, uh, did about a month and a half on the East Coast, and then I booked it to the West Coast for probably a majority of the time, I would say so. I was on the West Coast, and that's where you and me ended up linking mm. up, actually, and first month was just kind of like our first couple months was just kind of like figuring it out you know like because it was something so new to me I mean I have done the bus like van life before many times but not my own you know like I always rented something or I always had someone else's like not my actual like like forty thousand dollar home on wheels you know so it was like a lot to like take in and it was honestly pretty scary at first to drive like an actual bus like the thing's freaking huge you know it's like the whole size of the lane but it was all learning experience for sure, you know, like, like I said, a lot of ups and downs. Um, I had the whole crazy shit experience happen right before I, uh, me and you actually met up in real life when, you know, you think everything's going good and then one second later, you're literally oh, yeah. hanging on the edge of a cliff, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally on the edge of a cliff. I uh, ended up getting caught. Well, honestly, I didn't end up. It was kind of my fault. I was driving in snowy conditions up a one-way road, and then it just got too thick, and then I eventually got stuck, and it just, like, really, you know, it was it was not a fun situation, but I kind of just trusted the universe. I actually started praying. I started praying again for the first time, praying to Jesus, and... I kind of honestly saw Jesus as this, like, entity, almost, that you can, like, I mean, it is, like, it is the same source, it's all the same source, but, like, I honestly saw it as, like, someone you can call out to. Like, I saw Jesus in, like, a different way when I was in that situation. It was, like, just someone that helped me, like, like, because, you know, you can't really do it alone. Like, Mm. like, sometimes you can, Mm. but for for the most part, you can't, like... That's something I was repeating in my head today, too. Yeah. But not going to go down that wormhole of <laughs> Jesus talk. But yeah, it was just a interesting, interesting time where I was just kind of like sitting in a hotel room for five days wondering like what the fuck is going to happen. Like my whole life is literally hanging on the side of the cliff. Like literally everything was in this bus, every everything of mine. And I was just in a hotel room and it was pretty crazy. But yeah, like I said, trusted the universe, prayed a little and we got out and now now we're here and we headed down to california and that's where i met up with you in san diego and stayed down there for a couple months we booled around not gonna lie we booled (laughs) yeah Yeah, running the streets of san diego Mm -hmm. ocean beach um yeah oh my god stop that ellis dream concert i like i cannot even tell you what like I that's that just the whole Ellis Dream concert could be its own podcast episode mm. like if I'm over real <laughs> Enzo too that was ooh, nuts definitely go see Ellis Dream or Enzo if any of you have the chance who are listening to this go do it you need to no buts about it you have to do mm. it okay <laughs> but yeah so when I leave off we were in California and then I moved to Texas for a little bit um I wasn't really sure what to do. I wanted to stay in California, but then I met my homie Sayla, and 
they offered me a little gig out in Texas and honestly that was like the best thing that could have happened for me because like I was like talking with you earlier like in Austin I met a majority of my like soul fam like it was like even in it started in California too but when I got to Texas too it was just like this portal of just like wow my people and my whole time like the whole like first year or so because I didn't really have that until like two or three months ago when I was in Texas where I had this like sense of community but for the whole first couple months I like I don't know like I was alone pretty much the whole time and I enjoyed aloneness I like trust me I love aloneness like I will take that over any day for sure but I like finally learned and I think that was part of the balance like going back to balance I think me learning to be in this community with people is really what was like teaching me this balance and I think that's like what I learned this summer because I was alone for so long and then I went into I just got pushed into not pushed into this group but was all of a sudden just in this big group of people and it just really like it was like a washing machine honestly it was just like what is going on but I feel like Austin really showed me that like sense of connection and humanity still like like I said how I met my soul fam like homegirl JC Sage mm-hmm. Solomon Meg like all of them like Sayla Theo like I don't I don't even know it was like I don't know how to explain it it's just crazy how when you just go with the flow of the world like how mm-hmm. it just leads you to like like your vibe will attract your tribe like it really will like if you just trust it and let it flow like you will eventually get that tribe that you're looking for if you are looking for that and I think everyone kind of is in a sense so yeah it was really cool I feel like that was a fun journey and lesson I got in Texas for those three months I definitely plan to go back um but yeah and now here we are we're on the east coast again and chilling at Emma's house out in the bus and Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like that's pretty much my journey so far with my bus you know it's been it's been a wild ride (laughs) it's been a lot of things that have broken down I've broken down (laughs) but you know I I feel like I'm almost like a like I am a part of this car like this bus at this point like it's I don't know it literally is my home so and I finally got to a point actually just recently where when I was in New York because when I was in New York I was chilling with my homie in her apartment and I was just sleeping on her couch for like six days and like what you like not the comfiest couch you know like not gonna lie and um and I still like love that life like all couch hop and shit but like I would go to my bus during the day and I would just like be in my bus and like I'd really be I'd just be staring around I'm like oh like this is my home like I finally like I don't know like the yeah. first couple of months I never really had a sense of like home in here but like when I came back and I was like oh like mm-hmm. I'm so comfortable like mm-hmm. in this my little my little spaceship on wheels you know right <laughs> yeah so definitely recommend the van life to everyone it is so great it is hard it is basically the same price as an apartment I will give you that it is a little cheaper but it, I mean considering how expensive things are now like it basically is the same but but yeah, I would I would say go for it. If you just want that free experience of just like doing whatever, literally whatever the fuck you want. I think that's like the main reason why I enjoy it so much is because like, what is it right now? It's Sunday at like 10 p.m. Most people would probably be getting ready to like 
go to bed, you know, because they have work in the morning. Tomorrow's mo- tomorrow's Monday, right? Today's yeah. Sunday, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> See, I literally have no idea what, what my days are just because I don't even keep up with that. But, like, normal people would just be getting ready and going to work. But, like, because I'm here in this bus, like, literally, I'm just going to wake up tomorrow and be like, hey, what you doing now? Like, what's up? Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't have to, like, I don't know. It's, I will say it's easier because I do have a remote job. So I am able to do this lifestyle a lot easier. And I will say it took me forever to actually get a remote job. And it it was basically just through connections, honestly. I, I made that job was through connections. So praise the universe, praise the Lord for aligning that. Very blessed to have the opportunities that I do have to be able to be in this bus and living this life. And it's just, I don't even know. I feel like I'm just like just spurting out words out of <laughs> But, but yeah, if you want to do the bus life, definitely do it. It just, I don't know. It's, it, it, the one thing that I will say with bus life is that it pushes you. If you're not someone who likes to go out of your comfort zone, then you might not want to do the van life, you know? But I feel like the major thing that has helped me grow so much in my life is stepping out of my comfort zone and I think living in the bus is literally doing that every single day. Like, literally every single day. So, it's hard, but it's worth every fucking minute of it, you know? Because, like I said, I have that freedom to literally just do as I please, you know? Like, I don't have to go with society. I don't have to follow the norms. I can just wake up and drive in the middle of nowhere, and I'm just, I'm just vibing, you know? <laughs> I still do have a normal life, and I have work, and I have days that I set aside to do all my things but just to be able to just have your own little escape from society is just it's key I think everyone kind of just everyone kind of needs it you know that like little escape because it gets pretty chaotic pretty chaotic so we'll take a sip of water (laughs) (laughs) yeah I love the bus Love, 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 love it. But yeah, the bus is very fun. It's my little, it's my little zen space. I feel like, like yeah. How I was saying, I feel like safe in here. It was. <laughs> You've never uh, parked in Florida indefinitely. Would I ever park it in Florida indefinitely? <laughs> no, <laughs> I could not. I could not do that. <laughs> Bro, I, 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 I love Florida, but I have the, like you, like here, you probably like want to always get out of Boston area, you know, like that's me with Florida. I like yeah. always want to get out of like Florida area. Like yeah. <laughs> you always want to like yeah. leave your hometown, I feel like. But since I have been traveling, I have appreciated Florida so much more and I do see it for what it is now, you know, like before I was kind of just like shitting on Florida my whole entire life, kind of, but really in the last, like, two to three years, I, I don't know, I, like, like, I was, I was always, like, why are you, like, why are you living here, like, why did you choose the worst state, like, there's so many better states to live in, and, like, (laughs) now I, like, really appreciate that I have a home base in Florida to go back to, because genuinely, like, like, unpopular opinion, but it, like, is the best state, like, it really, like, just the way the people are there and like yeah. I don't know it's it's a great place and it's a great place for the 
music scene. So yeah, sorry. Yeah, honestly, too good of a place for the music scene. <laughs> Um, something we also like to do together is take photos. We have a very nice camera. Very good photographer. <laughs> so when did you start taking photos or, you know, want to get a camera? Hmm. Um, so I always did the, like, super basic GoPro edits when I was younger. I'm not really sure when I got a GoPro. Um, but it was, like... 2014 or something like that I want to say like 2014 if probably somewhere around there I was like you know what I want to get like an actual camera I want to get like like I want to like invest in myself I like want to do this because that was kind of like when I was like I was right when I was like in my phase of like leaving school and like deciding whether I want to go to college or not and like do music or if I should do photography so I kind of just went with photography and stuck with it and <laughs> I started taking pictures of clouds at first I realized that I actually went back a little while ago and I was like let me look at all my old pictures and I literally would take pictures of like clouds and like soccer fields and like I don't know I wasn't I was like in middle school so just like the weirdest stuff um but then I lived so close to the beach and I just got really intrigued by oceanography and that kind of became my main niche I guess my main focus was oceanography for a bit um and I was actually doing really good with it I had a lot of people who were noticing and I was doing art shows I was selling my prints and at, at one point I was kind of like my own like I had my own photography business running and I was like doing like just solely photography because I remember quitting my job and I was like I'm just gonna take a year and focus on this and I was I was like actually doing it but it was hard because when I first started my photography business, when you are starting any business in general, you have to put out a lot, you know, like, especially, like, money, like, printing everything and, like, mm -hmm. marketing and all that and, like, websites, so it was a lot at first and it just, like, I, I liked it, I kept, I kept going with it, but I eventually faded out of, like, doing more physical things and kind of just, I guess, resorted, so I was doing, like, photography and the physical aspect but then I guess because of social media I kind of just saw that as my next transition since the money wasn't flowing too well with photography like physically itself whether it be freelancing or doing like a art or craft show or something like that or having a gallery and yeah I guess I just I guess Instagram kind of became a thing also when I became into photography so like having that growing up it really inspired me seeing all these other people who were posting huge inspiration jay alvarez like obviously i feel like a lot of people are inspired by that dude um i definitely strive to live a life like that you know other huge inspirations in the photography scene would have to be sam colder captain potter chelsea Kawaii. um taylor cut films is actually hugest inspo for what i really would like my work to be like that man is literally working with, like, Justin Bieber and Drake and, like, all these people now. I don't think I want to do that. That, like, lit for him. That's super cool. But just the message he carries and the quality of it. And and might I say also, I feel like I went from photography to filming. Like, I always kind of liked, like, doing the GoPro edits and, like, doing the adventure films and stuff like that. But there was, like, a huge switch shift one day where I was like, I think I'm just going to, like, focus on filming because you can you can 
you can't really tell a story. You can tell a story with a picture, but that's more of a moment and a memory. And I like, I feel like I'm here to, I have this message that I'm trying to get across. I feel like we all mm-hmm. have like a very similar message. And I don't know, I've just had lots of experience in photography and filming over the years and I grew and I started traveling, started making these little travel edits and I feel like I feel like my main focus for videos for the first couple years was like travel oriented um just because I feel like travel is a really good way to inspire people to just like live their lives you know like that's like my main message when it comes to my own branding is like ditch the nine to five fuck society go do what you want live explore the world is yours like go fucking like sniff the grass like touch the grass like (laughs) you know so um brain fart fart. my ADHD always like goes like into different stems of like oh let's like talk about that and then like opens up a little doorway of like different like I don't even know (laughs) fuck what was it bring me back welcome back welcome back yeah photography like I really enjoy it as a like art form and medium yes yes (laughs) Um, I definitely do feel like I have a message and I'm supposed to share it you know yes okay there we go yeah so I basically like I was saying I transferred or I just switched from photography to film and I feel like you can portray your message so much better in a film and I started with the travel videos and how I said that like that's very inspiring to people and then I started filming festivals and that was like a real I kind of always like was wanted to do the whole festival filming thing just because a lot of the travel photographers that I do follow they actually were in festival filming like one guy was following, he was a chain smokers filmer, and then the other guy was a Lenium's filmer, actually. He still is, he's really good. Um, but I just, I really fell in love with festival filming and kind of just got into that. I still do my own travel show on the side, you know, like in my bus and stuff like that, but festival filming, I feel like, I, something about it, it's like really cool because you are showing people the glimpse of that world that nobody really knows Mm -hmm. because most people just like they see a music festival like oh people are just doing drugs and getting fucked up there but like Mm -hmm. there's so much more at it so now that i'm filming these festivals and i'm basically i get paid to do it now not on the daily but i'm on a salary where i'm making content for music related things like in the music industry and it's just crazy that i've kind of i didn't really it's it's really funny how I'm back on the music scene because growing up I always wanted to do music and then I went to photography and then now I'm kind of like back in this like music phase where I've like Mm. I've tried to escape it but I just can't and I like am still in it and I've like realized especially this past year I think I'm in it because I'm supposed to spread my message from like Mm. not just in video but with music and the goal for me is to be able to produce my own music and my own videos and bring them together and then that's when like the act Mm -hmm. that's when i think things will start like really coming into play where like things are really like my my like goal you know Mm -hmm. like where it's all gonna happen (laughs) that makes sense that's interesting yeah so 
Yeah, not not even like not even like music videos, but more so just like, cause I def like. I a lot of my videos have kind of just been travel adventure oriented, and they still will be. I feel like a majority of them, but now, like how I texted you like before coming, I was like, I want to make like actual short films now. I want to like yeah. really. Like, because like, usually, like, my videos were just kind of like, oh, that's pretty, that's fun, I want to go there. Like, mm-hmm. that was, like, the hype of it. But now I'm, like, getting to a point, especially with the music, like, when I can make my own, like, like, I want, like, not even, like, a music video, but I want to score my videos. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, kind of the music we were making, where it was, like, the very ambient and, like, lifelike, like, music in the background. Like, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be, like, a music video, you know? It would just be, like it'd be like a movie basically mm-hmm. like i'd be scoring my own like films which i think would be insane like the way that like like i don't know how labyrinth does it with like euphoria but like how he mm-hmm. like yeah like just like the the, mm-hmm. the instruments he uses it just mm-hmm. tells such a crazy story and mm-hmm. you don't even need to watch the film to feel that mm-hmm. but like once you put them together then it's just like mm-hmm the fucking the whole pie the whole thing (laughs) so so yeah and I've just realized a lot recently that I don't know I guess today is the start of my music journey you know we got Ableton so gonna go down that road and yeah just gonna see where it takes me because there's a lot of music in this world that is really wonky that you know, you gotta be careful. You really gotta be careful with what you're listening to. You know, you don't have to be that careful because in the end of the day, like, we always say, like, it's not that deep, but... I don't know, man. I just... Yeah. I, I, th- there's a lot of music out there that... <laughs> Vibration is, like, the quickest way to program. Yeah, yeah. Music... So it's gonna replay whatever you're feeding it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Music... That's just, like how the brain works yeah no we we are music so when we hear music it just controls every aspect of your life without you even knowing it you might think it's not but mm-hmm. it really subconsciously is so so yeah i think that's i think that's why we're here i think yeah. we're here to be the light <laughs> not take even just be the light frequency. but take, yeah take back our frequency and yeah, just the planet our night. Mm-hmm. it's it's all coming together it's yeah, all happening it really is. it's and beautiful to see it really is beautiful to see it's it's crazy to see too yeah it's like act like that it's all happening like right now in front of us you know like, yeah literally like it's like you don't think it can get crazier than it does yeah but it's about to. Uh, uh, it's but it's, it's it better. It's about time. It has to, yeah. And no, yeah. for sure. I it's it's gonna get crazy, crazy. But then I think. Yeah, you know, we'll have our way. Yeah, you know, you yeah. gotta get on it. I gotta get. Hop on the wave, guys. <laughs> I'm not going to be too conspiracy-serious right now. Yeah, for sure. But beware of the mark of the beast. Straight down the wormhole. (laughs) But yeah. Right in your hand. Yeah. 
Yeah, bro. People already doing that. Oh my guys. Oh my guys. The next one's gonna be bigger. It is. Turn them bro. The fact that people actually are doing that, like. I think that, like, will happen in our favor when the people believe in the people. But the people believing in the people has to start with every individual, you know, believing in themselves and, like, first kind of realizing that there is a way out of the way that is presented to us. We haven't figured it out yet, you know, but there's a way. And I also feel like I have this deep intuition that, like, we will cash out. Like, the ones who have been manifesting (laughs) are cashing out very soon. (laughs) Some sort of cosmic Bro, inheritance check is, has real. our name on it. <laughs> for real. For real. I, like, straight Did up. The, you, Miss Miss Uni is like, yeah. she's like, don't worry. Like, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. It is here. It's here. But, like. Yeah, right? It yeah. Here. Yeah. No, I. Definitely make it look good, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bro, Yeah. Like, should we talk about the specific tea on your TikTok? <laughs> Stop. Oh, my gosh. The tea? We could. We could. How long is this? We're at, we're, we're at 50 minutes right now. Honestly, fuck yeah. The tea. The motherfucking tea. If you stayed this long, you and you, you get the tea. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, so... Kind of with what we were have subliminally been talking about this entire time. Um, <laughs> basically, I like I don't. I mean, we're on a, so I'm I'm trying to like word it right because I'm like triggered by like the things that like TikTok people well, have said. Sudden that death, so like, yeah. baby, baby boy, our cancer baby honey, baby boy, yeah, our cancer honey with that familiar head that we may have seen in our own ways. Um, He's having a little. He's having a little party. A um, party in the in yeah. the uh, in the caves under the earth. Um, yeah. At a specific time. Yeah. In the astrological year when the spirits are actually passing over to the no other realm. Way. Yes, that would be correct. See, I don't even uh, know the like. Keep keep going. Keep and what <laughs> what was it called again? Uh, summoning of the eclipse. Summoning yes, um, by sudden death. So I don't know. I'm no mathematician. <laughs> You know, but I can put two and two together. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, that yeah. was, yeah. I mean, no, if you want to yeah. vibe out and, like, get down to your inner evil, go in. Go ham, go ape shit. Like my thing, like, you know, like, yeah. I have kind of, like, I want you to be, but, like, sudden death you know he's tasteful i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna strip him away of his artistic talents here you know um he's laughing at me (laughs) come on you you know our our cancer buddy um but you know it's in clear sight like i'm like he's trying to take your energy and harvest it for dark forces yeah literally you know you could say maybe oh this isn't on purpose i don't know about that (laughs) i don't know about why why would you know like Oh my gosh. No, like, for real, though. 
it's so subtle it's so subtle yet so right in front of your face and a lot of people yeah. just like i mean just like how the the government antics are you know like yeah. they have to reveal their plot so it's in front of our faces yeah no <laughs> but yeah sudden sudden dust festival it's just gonna be a that was that was the tea i posted a little bit about that on my tiktok and got a lot of uh honestly i would say a majority of the people who d- were uh commenting with me were in agreement of what I had to say, oh, which is, <laughs> 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 um, which is great to see that most people are in agreement of this. People are feeling what I'm feeling. They're see- not, not even just feeling it, but a lot of people are seeing what I'm seeing, and like that shit's fucked sometimes when you're like, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was I, like I'm I really have been wanting to talk about it a long time on TikTok, but it took me a while to actually get like probably like a year probably like a year mm-hmm. for me to actually like be vocal about it because i knew the repercussions yeah. that would come with it i think that's the right word like yeah. getting the hate and all that but i'm so happy i fucking did that because it really did open up the bigger conversation that like this shit is going on it really is going on and like as much as you want to deny it and be like oh it's not okay. like it really it is really is like and it really is going you on you really can't climb that high in the pyramid in the game to where you are mm-hmm. giving your self to that many people when you don't know the secrets of the more like you are involved in the energetic sauce the more you can like you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. so like man's is balls deep and i i don't think there's an artist out there that's just like, <laughs> Hmm, maybe October? <laughs> Please. Maybe we do it in October. I literally, when it comes to this festival, I, it's the Halloween Horror Nights of festivals. Like, it's, and so here's the thing, like, <laughs> you want to get down to your inner evil, that's your business, you know? Like, yeah. everything is fine as well, because we are, like, the ultimate creators of our reality. Mm-hmm. But then you have the little babies. They go and they take the drug. Mm-hmm. Or a wide open. Mm-hmm. They don't, they're just vibing and all of a sudden, like... They just, they, it's too late. It's, like, too, not, it's not, it's never too late, you know, but, like... It's, they just, like, yeah, yeah. You, you get the glimpse and then you're just, like... And it is, like, so they are praying. Up. Like, they, that is, that, you, like, you are coming, so they get fed, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are literally the prey. You literally... Like, literally. Like... And that's just the tea. Yeah. No, like, straight up. I genuinely didn't really, I always knew about, like energy harvesting mm-hmm. i never i so i mainly experienced it first with res that's a whole nother story i'm not gonna get into that yet um <laughs> but the main person i was surprisingly shocked with that had i literally had no no idea that they would be like this but when i was at a champagne drip concert <laughs> oh me. my yeah. goodness love his music it's great but with his honestly, set it was love him as a person i could yank him out of that yeah <laughs> come yeah. on brother no literally he, he knows like i'm not gonna lie he did it he did play a lot of danny's music like he played a lot of sudden death which is where i was like i don't know it was gonna be like bubbly trippy you it know, was like, like the vibey. face like that was like him but demonic like in a circle yeah like yeah it was just like really intense and i like it, the whole night was good everything was good but as soon as he started playing my whole energy just like shifted and i was like and it it was like usually i don't know usually i'm like okay with it usually i'm chill but like I also noticed my friend's energy shift just because she's not really too into like the heavy music anyway so I was like oh she's not gonna like this but then mm-hmm. like 
I kind of thought I was feeding off of her energy at first because she, like, wasn't fucking with it. And I was like, maybe I'm just not fucking with it because, like, you know, like, she's not fucking with it and I want to be on the same vibe as my homie. But, like, no, I realized this man's was literally energy harvest. Like, he was literally, like, sucking my, like, life force yeah. out. Like, he wasn't because I had my guard up, you know? Like, yeah. I was like, but it felt like he was trying to get to that where I was just, like, even, like, in his, like, set, like, it just sounded really, like, mm-hmm. ritualistic and just, like... I don't even know, like, speaking in tongues and, like, just weird, like... And I, I knew he was up to something because he kept coming on the mic saying, I wrote the song in a past life, and I'm saying, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> past life? We need to have a conversation. She oh, my God. He knows that. But, yeah. like, I, I think a lot of them, like, honestly, they know what they have done. And this is, like, not just the music industry. This is kind of yeah. widespread. But, like, at Very this widespread. point, they know. Because, like, they, they knew in the ending, like, who would win. Because, like, that's just, like, the forces of the universe. Like, love, like, literally is the power. Yeah. That, like, you know? Yeah. And so, like, now, like, I don't know. They're like, <laughs> I'm like, they're, God, have pity on their poor. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it is. But, like, a lot of people, I honestly think that, like, have just done like they have so much dirt on their hands like of course like i i really do think like the love of god like if you open your heart like god will always like that is just like opening that within your heart you know the mm-hmm. god swords the heart swords you can forgive yourself you know but like yeah i i also think because i don't see champagne drip these days you know i think yeah. like also some of them are changing like i yeah. feel like liquid stranger went through a shift yeah honestly too Where, what do you i would love to know wait so when it he is my like he's the he's the for him he's a neutral for me mm. he's like a neutral but he like the balance of the tour yeah exactly well, I think now he's finding that you know and that's being like because i was looking and he I, I was just looking at his age and he's just i think he's like one of the oldest in the game but also this whole like collective that he has and i remember mm-hmm. when i first started going to festivals and then i just started seeing wakan and i was just like in the sauce just like realizing things about wakan and i was like what I was like, well, what's going on right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I have done my investigating, and it's not looking pretty. It's not looking light. It's yeah. not looking fun and flirty. It's looking, it's giving evil, yeah. and it's not giving notions of it. It is literally saying that. I'm like, I have the receipts. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have the receipts. But, I have um, the screenshots. Here you go. <laughs> but, like, you know, we do have that balance. Um, and, like, even, like, of course, my like I, I do things like all the time mm-hmm. that I'm not proud of, you know, and yeah. like that's just the human experience and how much darkness we choose to embody, you know. As well, it, what matters now is you know making the shift. And now I, I definitely do see like this, like now, like this lightness, almost like this, like these layers are like shedding off him, you know, because mm-hmm. he definitely is like. I mean, come on now, are you like yeah. going to pull con? But yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on with him. Yeah. But I definitely do think he's like deep in that sauce like none other yeah i don't know what's even going on like he he has his guard up on 10 he yeah i yeah when it comes to energy harvesting and shit i realize he's a big big culprit big culprit he is oh my goodness so the reason why i started so how i was talking about res earlier i'm gonna bring up res so every time i've seen res i black out and it's not because i'm fucked up it's it's not because i'm fucked up it's not because i'm lit it's literally because like i feel like when when they're doing this energy surrender to the sound you surrender to it and then you're like hypnotized Mm. you know you're like literally hypnotized Mm -hmm. and you just like black out and then Mm. after that you feel great you know you Mm. feel great sometimes or you feel like shitty but like you feel great 
sometimes and then like I, like I don't know it was just like weird every time I see threads I'd black out and then I'd feel great after and I'm like why do I feel this way I don't that's even crazy I don't remember after. yeah I've it was like I've never gotten into a red set I've never just like enjoyed it yeah I don't I don't know it's like it was like a it was like a one set fake I was like great it was like I, a fake it was like a fake great it was like I, was like, I feel so thought, good but oh, like oh, why you know like yeah like it was like this like brainwashing like fuck i don't but also like know. her like no nah, the t is in plain sight what, what's her album's name is like fucking oh 